0: PART 30 PAGE 395 CHAPTER 16 SPIRIT IS THE ESSENCE, IMAGE IS THE SHELL. DO NOT BREAK THE SHELL BEFORE MATURING YOUR ESSENCE. DO NOT RUIN THE IMAGE. LET YOUR IMAGE WRINKLE AND CREASE UNTIL THE ESSENCE RIPENS AND MATURES. LET IT BE DEVASTATED AND YOUR ESSENCE BE SEEN. Let your true beauty rise behind the demolished, overthrown mountains like a sun. The lovers of the truth are not separated from the truth. Their discourses are the discourse of the truth. They always listen with the truth and speak with the truth. They have lost themselves and found the truth. Their images are shadows and spirits are the sun. Be saved from envy and jealousy, and see the sun, which forms this shadow. Be dependent on him. Loving the saints of God is loving God. Your ear of secrets opens with their love, and the veils are removed from your eye of secrets. Then you become familiar with hidden secrets, and comprehend that the spirits are free from forms. You find different meanings in the behaviors of the lovers that resemble the public. You skip the forms and dive into the deep meanings. The image is helpless before the spirit. You watch the spirit. The spirit is the sea. The image is its form. Spirit is the essence. The image is the shell. Do not break the shell before maturing your essence. Do not ruin the image. Let your image wrinkle and crease until the essence ripens and matures. You see the jewel within the ruins. Let your true beauty rise behind the demolished, overthrown mountains like a sun. The eyes of the lovers are wet, their hearts are grieved, and their faces are pale. The bother of love is better for them than pleasure and enjoyment. The one who loses himself by groaning with the love of the true friend has found what he had been searching for in himself. Like the lover's inclination toward the beloved, the beloved is also inclined toward the lover. So, therefore, a moment comes when the lover becomes the beloved and the beloved becomes the lover. What changes both is love. Love replaces the lover and the beloved. Lovers are not self-seekers. They want to share everything with those who they love for the sake of the truth. They become partners to those who they love with everything they have. They do not look after their interests. The lover who cannot find anyone to discourse with thinks that he is alone and wanders on foreign lands and becomes unhappy. Come on, let's find the reality. We came to this world crying, but let us leave with a smile. May we also smell those nice odors emitted during the discourses. May we attain the testimony of perfection. Lovers do not care about those who consider themselves to be in heaven by relying on their prayers and worships. They walk around in ruins and search for treasures. Do not despise the ruined hearts. There are such treasures in those hearts. Just like the sins burned down in the hell to enter heaven without any sin, the sins of love are burnt down in this world with the fire of love. They go to the truth without sins by dying before death. Their heaven is thus built in this world. The spirit leaving the body after death begins to rise spiritually depending on its degree of cleansing and purification. It wishes to accomplish its ascension by passing through each layer of the sky one by one. If it is not sufficiently purified, it is sent back from a certain point for the questioning in the grave. The animal spirit is mortal. Only humane spirit may pass the judgment day and reach the eternal worlds, heaven or hell. Do you know the circulation? Have you noticed that every incident returned to its beginning? Have you ever thought that the world start from a point and come back to the same point by turning? Did you comprehend the pulmonary circulation and the systematic circulation? Life is turning, electrons are turning, the world is turning. All of them gravitated by an attraction and they are turning around a center with his enthusiasm and his endless energy. It turns for the divine love. It leaves its essence and turns back to its essence. And time turns in connection with these. When is before and when is after? Where is the beginning and where is the end? Time also flies within a cycle. What does not turn for those who see the reality in this universe, even through science? The grain thrown on earth grows, goes green, becomes grain again, and returns to earth. What about you, my dear? You are also turning. Your life turns in circulation. Your body came from earth, and it will return to earth again. Attach your mind to your heart and know your essence, and return to where you came from with your essence. Hear the return command of the truth, and return to Him. Live this life by learning the truth of this life. Do not spend this life by eating, drinking, and sleeping. Sun always rises from the east and sets from the west. We are calling one side of the earth where the sun rises east, and the other side, where the sun sets, west. But as the earth constantly turns, there is no fixed east or west. So, why did they call a certain region of the earth as east? We don't know. But there is one fact, that all prophets were born in the east, and all religions were developed in the east. Besides, the sciences were also born in the east. The sun rises from the east, and it gets high and sets from the west. For the sun to rise from the west, the world needs to turn in the opposite direction. This is in a physical sense. In a spiritual sense, this means that the sun of reality should rise from the west, and the truths need to spread from the west. Recently, As a result of scientific researches in the Western world, it is apparent to everyone that many unknown facts were brought to daylight. One day, maybe these studies will reach out up to the secret of creation and humankind will see the evidence of the reality. Everything will then be proven, and the time of faith will end. From then on, the faith of those saying, I believed, will not be valid. You also believe in and ask for forgiveness of the Creator without waiting for the sun physically rising from the west or the earth turning in the opposite direction as the sign of doomsday and before the sun of reality rises from the dawn of signs, which is the west. Otherwise, it would be too late. Maybe the list of the believers will soon be closed. In reality, there is no east or west, there is no hour or minute, there is no right or left. Actually, there are no names either. What we see and know are relative. You have seen and experienced it until today. You have lived your life. Now you woke up. What will you do after testifying the oneness of the truth and accepting his prophet from the heart? First, you shall regret your past mistakes and repent so as not to repeat them. Whichever of them comes to your mind, you shall say, I seek forgiveness from God, and you shall get through it. You shall continue in this state until you completely move away from the memories of evil deeds, and in the meantime, you shall make an effort never to forget God, and you shall be occupied with his commands. You shall not make new mistakes and sins. You shall strive to live a proper life. You shall not deceive yourself or others. You shall give up the dirty works of the world and get clean. When you have an undaunted faith, when you take refuge in him and when you are with him, you become a good traveler with reliable steps on the path of the truth you begin to understand where you came from and where you are going by reading books and listening to discourses. If you love the public for the sake of the truth, if you tolerate the creature because of the Creator, if you find a little bit of love of truth, join the assembly of lovers too. Listen to their discourses. Listen so that their wistful breaths burn you too. Do not hurry up and move away, saying, I didn't understand anything. One is delighted and becomes drunk with the love of the truth and with the enthusiasm of the truth. There is no looking back. Then the truths are seen from the heart to the decent one. Do not forget, my brother, the one without manners has no share from love. No questions are discussed or no markets are established to exchange information during those discourses. Everyone gets their share from whatever the truth offers in the tavern of love. One would not keep away from contentment. Where is the true lover? Where is the beloved of the truth? One should find them and be close to them. One should be addicted to their discourse and be a servant of that tavern of love. If you don't get pleasure or divine knowledge from the discourse you have participated, check your manners from outside and inside. How do you sit down and how do you listen? Are you sufficiently serious? Are you introducing interferences to the discourse with your mind? Are you standing still? Do you take your eyes or ears away from the discourse? Do they look around to find defects? Do your inconsistent commands sicken people? Or do you get bored thinking, we heard and listened to these words a lot, it's always the same? Discourses give you the meanings that you don't know through what you know. It delights the hearts. You opened your eyes and are watching around. Where are you? At the discourse of the truth. You say, I don't understand anything. I can't hear anything. Of course, you may not hear. You appear in the presence of even a manager or a superior with such manners and respect and submit your wishes. You don't know who you are standing before during the discourse. Do not look at the one discoursing. You are before the one who is mentioned. Look around carefully. Those who hear are crying. Those who get the divine knowledge get delighted and lose themselves. Come on, let's appear in the presents and make things easier. The discourse would not deprive anyone who has a little bit of love in his essence. I saw people who read a lot and who researched a lot. They read a lot and learned, but they failed to comprehend and experience what they read. They didn't become clean of those bad habits and change. They read a lot and learned a lot. They couldn't reap the benefit of what they know. Some traveled and wandered a lot. They believed in everyone they saw, but they couldn't stay with one. Yunus once said, No matter if you go to pilgrimage a hundred thousand times, you are reading in vain unless you know a leaf. Speaking of knowing a leaf, what truly is knowing a leaf? So, let's analyze a leaf a little. In spirituality, a leaf is the sign of God's essence, his oneness. It is the unification of every creature in the existence of God who is the owner of all creatures. The existence of the only existence that exists is possible through the non-existence of any other existence. Otherwise, there is duality. When another existence is accepted, the absolute only existence may not be felt. Man who accepts servitude should give up his own existence and turn his attention to the only and the absolute existence. He shall connect the feelings of his existence to the existence of the truth. He should constantly live with his existence. That almighty existence is the only existence where all names and qualities are gathered. All talents in the universe are his talents, but we consider some of them as ours. When the servant begins to fulfill the worships commanded by God willingly, he sees his qualities. He worships as if he has seen God. Thus, he deserves his closeness. In real terms, only he could see Him. If God sends a blessing and it merges with the Spirit, then he sees God as the truth of certainty at the station of observation. May God predestine all the lovers to Him with Him. As in Alif, every letter in Quran has separate hidden meanings. It would be beneficial to research and learn in order to comprehend them in your existence. You may not read the word before learning the letters. O those who have read a lot, come on and learn the letters. Let us read the true knowledge and attain the knowledge of the truth. Wipe off the dirt and rust of the world so that, Your eyes shine. Let it see and seek values other than your properties and assets. Let it be saved from watching unnecessary things and be delighted by seeing the beautiful embellishments of the truth and dive into another world. Let it be polished with the divine light of the truth. May your eyes become hawk eyes, so that they are saved from being a bat. Open your inner eyes and inner ears and make an effort to understand these secrets being told. Ask for the help of God so that these secrets open to you. O the Sultan with abundant grace, I came to you with my sins. Make me one of the loyal servants with your grace. We cannot do anything without your help. The motivation of our efforts is in you. Groan, beg, cry, shed tears. Ask for the true path from the truth and wish to be saved from ignorance and evil. Be freed from rebels. Give advice to your own ego before giving advice to others. Do not mention about another beloved to a person whose beloved is the truth. Do not mention about a quoted knowledge to the one with divine knowledge. Do not mention about the girls and boys of heaven to the one burning with his longing for love, and do not mention about the grape juice to the one who got drunk with the wine of love. If you find a way, try to share it with the true friend. Make an effort to attain his pleasures. Do not consume yourself by trying to understand his deeds with your mind. This may not be achieved by getting older. Find someone who has reached the ultimate union with love and learn the wisdom of true maturity from him. The one who is apart from God is a child. The one whose heart has not yet resurrected has not yet been born. Look into the eyes of a mature man so that the baby in your eyes wakes up and your heart resurrects. Then you will be born, grow, and mature. Then you start to sow grains on the field. You harvest and thresh. You separate the grain from chaff and stock it. Some like the color blue, green, and red. Others like different colors. If you like one color, do not hate the others, because all the colors originate from one light. The one defaming another color may not benefit from the color he likes. That color belongs to the light, and the light belongs to the sun, right? Colors are different, pleasures are different, there is one color for every pleasure. Find a color that you will like by recognizing your innate structure, nature, your natural pleasures, and temperament well. If there is a mistake in this selection, it is because you don't know yourself well. It is not a problem with the colors being reflected from the same light. If one color exhibits its beauty carefully, this is not the ugliness of other colors. Is there jealousy in spirituality? Yes, there is. The greatest jealous is the Almighty God. He does not accept the entry of any existence into the heart of his beloved servant other than himself. He wants to be the only one in the heart of his servant. Therefore, we should carefully pay attention to how we love every being that we love. Never idolize any being and put it into your heart, which belongs to the truth. Let us love who we love as a child, like our spouse. Never love any being as if you are worshipping. Do you know how love enters the heart? First, you look at it carefully by focusing on your heart. Then, you clearly feel it entering into your heart, Immediately regret as soon as you feel this and ask for forgiveness from your Creator without delay. Ask for forgiveness so that it burns out with the fire of regret before it settles in your heart. As we mentioned before, knowing something and experiencing it are different things. One is to know and tell, the other is to practice and live. Everyone who loves envies. The lover envies the beloved. The lover thinks that the beloved loves him the most. The lover demands the beloved to love him the most. The lover loves his beloved the most, and this is a proper thing. Yet, as expecting to be loved means expecting a response, it indicates that the love has not yet fully matured. The lover should not be bothered by being affected by the love the beloved has for others. Especially envying and feeling called toward others, for this reason is something very improper. This state does go together with a man of love. This nonsense attitude should be abandoned as soon as possible, and one should feel the holiness of loving the same existence. If you have such a negative feeling too, remember that not loving those who love the Beloved sincerely means not loving the Beloved. You should know this very well. You should love the ones who love Him with Him. Our essence loves the ones who sincerely love the Beloved of the Truth, and we have a different kind of affection to them because they love the one we love. Otherwise, how can we drink the wine of unity at the assembly of lovers and attain the reality of unity? Do not be one of those who observe the defects, but be one of those who long for unity. Let's love. Let's love for the sake of the beloved. Loving the ones loved by the beloved is to love the beloved and to meet the beloved. Being disturbed by those who love the Beloved, hating them is a great mistake. May everyone love Him very much. He is the only existence deserving to be loved and praised. Let's put our hearts together. Let's reach the Beloved by remembering the Beloved altogether. Let's share this holy love from heart to heart. Lovers do not boast with properties, assets, modesty, or honor. Because boasting is a mistake for lovers, the lovers get bored of being praised by the people surrounding him. If this occurs at extreme levels, he abandons those around him and runs away. A man of the image gets pleasure from the image. On the other hand, the lovers get pleasure from spirituality and the divine light. The wise men get pleasure from both spirituality and those apparent. There are separate wisdoms hidden on both sides. What you see in the image is also the spirit as long as you know how to see. That hidden treasure is seen in the images. Never move away from spirituality and remain alone in the image. Otherwise, you will be negligent of the truth and be friends with the public. Consider the images as spirit that became apparent and accept them like this. You'd better abandon the pleasure of the image and try to sip the pleasure of reality. End of Part, page 408 Part 31, page 409 Do not occupy your mind too much with the foods and beverages of this world and do not be as full as a tick. Do not always think of food. Do not eat too much meat. Our character will change. We get from the character of the animals of which we eat the meat. Our character begins to resemble that animal's character. For example, if a pig does not envy his wife, those eating pork may adopt this character. If the members of a society do not envy their spouses, then the human race in that society will be spoiled. This would affect humankind unfavorably. The flesh-eating animals and plant-eating animals are different. The flesh-eating animals are wilder, and they break into pieces. Let's make our ego more submissive by eating more vegetables, plants, and fruits. Let's ensure that it becomes calm and innocent like a lamb. Do not connect your feelings with your stomach and intestines. In this state, you are like a body without a soul. Your soul is surrounded by worldly blessings. How may it perceive the spiritual pleasures? Think less about eating and drinking. Eat less, drink less, and move your feelings away from your stomach and intestines. Do not mix the clear water of the soul with dust and soil, so that your feelings and the emotional world remain open to spirituality. Do not worry, saying, how will I do all these when I am so busy? You discipline your ego and take pains a little until you get used to it. Once you get used to it, you will both make and listen to the discourse like the drivers driving without thinking. You get along while your heart is with the beloved, and your hands are working. Those who work too hard in this world may not take their possessions with them to the other world. The only earning they may take are the charities and alms given to the poor of God, the needy of God. If you are smart enough, secretly deposit some of your money in your account at the truth bank. It won't disappear under the assurance of the truth. The most reliable account of which the checks are valid in both worlds is that account. The highest earning that gives a thousand for one is in that account. If you want to be sure of your possessions in this world, give alms. If you want to get rid of the problems and calamities you encounter immediately. If you want your problems to end, and if you want your health to improve, give alms. Find the poor of God. Give him such an amount that the heart of the poor trembles. So, he sincerely supplicates the Creator again and again for you. If the charities reach the proper destinations, they immediately move away from the calamities and remedy the problems. Do your duty. Don't ask, why didn't it happen? Don't look behind it. Love the orphans. Show them a parent's affection. Go to nursing homes. Ask about the health of the miserable ones who are forgotten and who have no visitors and please them. Go to the hospitals and help the patients who were abandoned. Listen to their needs and look after them for the sake of the truth as much as you can afford. As long as your finances allow At the first opportunity, and if possible before you age, especially when you are young, visit the house of God in the desert. Reach the station of his prophet, and live the heaven in the desert. What have you understood of what you lived so far? Haven't you seen that this life is a lie? You spent a lifetime for your children, but now they do not do a favor for you. As a reality of life, you are left alone once again. You haven't thought and understood until today, but at least today turn your faces toward the truth. Whatever you will achieve, you will achieve it through his friendship. Take refuge in your Lord in the face of these realities that you have seen and understood without delay. Ask for help from that almighty forgiver. He is the protector and the forgiver. Otherwise, the regret for your past ruins you. It rips your mind apart and makes you unable to protect yourself. Life has ended. The journey is about to begin. Life passed by in leaps and bounds and in a hurry. We were born. We opened our eyes to this world. We are dying. We will close our eyes to this world. I mean... We came to this world to blink an eye, and we are leaving. We are wasting the eternal future for the sake of such a short life. Come on, let us wake up even if it is late. Let's prostrate before the truth. Let's take Yunus Emre with us by reading his poems and understanding their meanings. Come, my heart, let's go to the true friend, even if it is late. The world is temporary. Do not fall for it. Do not take comfort in the illusion of the past. Don't be left alone at the end. Come to my heart. Let's go to the true friend. Determine a starting point and don't look back. Determine the situation. Look for all the negative qualities in yourself. For example, do you gossip? Do you envy? Are you jealous of the possessions of others? And do you want those possessions to be destroyed? Are you incapable of tolerating another person's success? Are you disloyal? Do you persist in friendship? Do you like being praised? Do you tell the mistakes of others to their face? Do you seize the rights of others and acquire illegal earnings? Do you spend and waste the livelihood of your children at bars? Do you sabotage peace in the society with malice and mischief, and do you lay dynamites on its foundations? Do you bring unrest wherever you go? Do you cause your family, spouse, and children to be unhappy because of your bad temper? Do you earn without working, and do you live on like a parasite? Determine which similar unfavorable qualities you have and start a fight with yourself against those bad qualities with this resolution to get rid of them as soon as possible. This is what our prophet called the big war. Try to learn your unfavorable qualities that you failed to determine by asking for help from someone you consider as a true friend, and get rid of such parasites immediately with his advice, and try to adopt good manners. Get cleaned like pure glass and be transparent. Be coated with taint and be a mirror to others. Let those who look at you see themselves. Let them fulfill their deficiencies and watch the beauty. Read the book descended by God and be a slave to him. Follow it, live it, be one of those depending on it, and join the ranks of those who live with the Quran. You may have deficiencies in your worship. You may not have completely fulfilled the commands. Never say there is no such thing in religion. Do not deny any command of the book, because you would have denied the entire book. Do as much as you can. Take refuge in and ask for forgiveness of your Lord for those who may not do. There is a fire in your life. It burns down everything. Save as much as you can. Do not let everything burn down just because a small item is burnt. Say, I made a mistake, I sinned knowingly or unknowingly, and refrain from committing greater sins. Regret and beg the truth. Make a definitive decision not to do it again. Do not disobey the Creator. Do not commit a crime against people. Let us keep our ego under control all the time. Be awake, and don't be negligent. Don't be aware of the mistake after making it, but notice and turn away from the mistake before making it. Some don't notice even after making a mistake. They are completely asleep. When someone warns them, they object, or they ignore it, saying, ''Oh, really?'' Let's keep our hands and sensuality under control. Do not only talk about them but also practice them. Enter in any environment decently. Sit down decently. A man may not become a human or find the truth without manners. Be alert all the time to avoid making mistakes. The only condition of being alert is listening to the heart at all times. Your heart alerts you before making a mistake and warns you. Keep your hands under control. Do not hold any hand or do not thrust out your hand to anyone. Do not make practical jokes. Keep your tongue under control. Do not speak out the words that would embarrass you without thinking. Do not let bad words or swearing slip. Do not gossip by talking against others and do not lead to unrest. Do not make declarations to arouse wrong feelings in others. Keep your sensuality under control. Do not go behind every gentle sex. Be decent, yahoo. Keep your hands, tongue, and your sensuality under control. Keep your eyes under control, too. Do not gaze in the eyes of anyone you see it may be misinterpreted. It breaks the intentions and leads to desire. Keep your ears under control. Do not listen to the wrong words. The heart clouds unless you keep your eyes and ears under control. The heart dims. Entering the path of love requires decency. Walking on this path requires decency. Proceeding on this path requires fidelity, loyalty, and effort. Do not be pensive, but be alert. Whatever you look at, look at it knowingly. Whatever you wish, wish knowingly. Don't do wrong things as a favor. Don't abandon the commands as a favor. Do not be ashamed of the public and be negligent of the truth. No matter who censures you, Do not be ashamed of your religion or your faith. At least be as brave as the non-believers. Do not be ashamed of your faith. The one who is ashamed of his faith is even worse than a non-believer. Read the life of the prophet of God thoroughly and understand it. Study his attitudes and behaviors and traditions as well and practice them throughout your life. Admire the beauty of his manners and aspire to be like him and decorate yourself with him. Avoid being a captive of lust and interest. Work and serve all the time. Think and live in a determined manner. Do not be a man of depression. Refrain from what is forbidden and earn legitimately and eat from the permissible food. Take great care in having your heart occupied with God at all times. Always keep your ego under control. Behave and act in compliance with God's consent. Be careful to have good manners. Try to be a tender minded person and avoid being strict. Abandon hastiness and act in a careful and respected manner. Do not underestimate anyone. And be modest. Do lots of charities by giving alms. Do not get angry and keep calm before sudden incidents. Distinguish right from wrong and be fair. There is nothing hidden from God. Refrain from making hidden mistakes. Pick good intentions accordingly. Learn the science which teaches the reality. Do not waste your life with imaginary things. The pilgrimage of your father or the sainthood of your grandfather would not save you. Wake up, my heart, wake up. Our prophet had given the best example of this by saying, O Fatima, the prophecy of your father won't save you. Even if you are a child of a prophet, You shall account for it unless you obey the commands of the truth and refrain from what he has forbidden. A man accounts for some of his mistakes in this world and some in the other world. Do not say the non-believers earn more and live better in this world. The one who works in this world is compensated. He is the compassionate. He carries from non-existence to existence. From spirituality to image, he behaves equally to all his creation. He rewards both the believers and the non-believers for their efforts. However, he gives to the believers by testing, but he gives to the non-believers directly. Because the believers will be rewarded in the other world. As the non-believers are only rewarded in this world, They live in this world without being tested. He is the merciful. He carries from image to spirituality, from existence to non-existence. He shows you the path leading to your essence, and he opens your consciousness. He is the compassionate and dominates the world of images. He is the merciful and dominates the world of hearts. He is the compassionate and pours rain from the sky. He is the merciful and descends drops of inspiration from the skies of the heart. God does not hurry to punish when a servant makes a mistake, for that may the servant regrets and repents and he forgives him. So do not worry thinking, why are they doing these evil things and why they are not punished? Humankind is impatient. They want to get an immediate response for everything. Make sincere efforts. You have found the path to the truth. You established a nice order with your family. Your faith, your spouse, and your job are in order. There is no more fighting. The children found peace. You have seen and experienced a lot. You attained numerous blessings of God. Why do not you just adopt this and continue smoothly like this? You sometimes lose it and cry out. You are deceived, played by your ego. Actually, your ego does not like this quiet life without any fighting. It misses the clutter of the old days. Be a little patient. Once you find the true path, your Lord tests you to see whether there is a trace of your previous state and whether your ego has been disciplined. Be careful, do not be driven away by the winds of the past. Be vigilant against the harmful opportunities that would misguide you. Do not be deceived. Do not destroy and demolish this order established by being unaware. Otherwise, everything is ruined, and you will return to the beginning. Why don't you take up your position against the happenings that would harm you? You are being deceived by your ego who pretends to have good intentions and who says, What is wrong about this? He is thinking of my best interest. You do not understand who the true friend is and who is not on the path of the truth. Be alert. Do not stagger on your both feet in this world anymore. Try standing firm. Do not go back to and stay away from the harmful environments which degenerate you, stretch your nerves, and demolish your standards of value. You may not do anything on your own. If you go back to those environments even for once, those people will spoil you and erase all you have gained. They will ruin you and ravage you. Do not break your peace. Continue to live in patience to reach better days. Maintain your spiritual values. If you still may not see where and how harm will come, be prudent against any suspicious incident and consult a true friend about how to behave. You shall follow his advice and act accordingly. If you follow some of his advice and don't follow the rest, things may get mixed up and you may get hurt. You should not hold the true friend responsible for such outcomes. There may be times when you suffer a little harm from the incidents that you consult to true spiritual friends. Don't be upset about this. Even if those who act by consulting their hearts suffer harm, this harm is nothing when compared to the harm they would suffer if they acted without consulting them. How many people found what they were looking for and get along well with each other in marriage? In general, people are getting along because they have to. Oh, my brothers and sisters who fail to get along and make their lives in this world miserable with fights, let us abandon such negative behaviors immediately. Let us forget about the concept of the ideal spouse that we desire and make some effort to get along well with our spouses with whom we have to share this life. Breaking up due to disagreement seems to be easy, but it is not that easy to set up a home and find someone to get along again. Unless there are unacceptable or intolerable problems, the first order established is the best order. Let us make some effort and some sacrifice. Do not break up our families. Do not be cursed for being cruel. It is not possible to start a new family after being cursed. Even if so, this new beginning will be no good to anyone. We always advise children and tell them about what is right and what is wrong. But we never think that, they might be telling the reality. As the saying goes, little pitchers have big ears. A five-year-old girl who was the granddaughter of one of our family friends made us have a good experience with this. One day, we were having a conversation with a friend at the office. I asked, have you ever taken your daughter to the new entertainment center for children in Chankaya? he answered that he hadn't taken her yet. Half an hour later, that cute five-year-old girl came to the office with her grandmother. Upon my recommendation, that sister of mine took her daughter to the entertainment center I mentioned. The next evening, I, with my family, went for dinner to the same friend's house. As we were having our dinner all together, this little girl, who was unaware of everything, said to me, with excitement, Farukabi, I want this bead for you from God, and passed the blue bead she had taken from the entertainment center to me. I had just put it into my pocket, then she said, Here you are, I have given you all that I have. I filled in your pocket to the brim. And she astonished us with such unexpected statements because those were the words of a friend of God had told me before. Let us think about this incident a little and try to comprehend it, so that we may attain the secret of those who speak unknowingly. Who knows how many children there are informing us of the realities like this? This state may sometimes be observed in adults too. They talk without being aware, and then they say, Why did I tell this? Hazrat Eshrafoglu Rumi explained this very well by saying, I have spoken to the truth for more than 30 years. The public thought I was talking to them. Dear brothers and sisters, spiritual discourses are also like this. Many spiritual people admit that they didn't know most of the things they told and they explained it, saying, I learned what I didn't know from the words I spoke. End of Part, Page 420 Part 32, Page 421 Chapter 17 Do not seek the faults of others without noticing your own faults. Do not judge anyone without being entitled. Let's love our Lord, Let's make his commands be loved. Let's make it easy. A person is responsible for what he has done in this world, and he is also responsible for raising nice and clean children and for the future of his generation. Fathers who take alcohol and use drugs, who are infected with contagious diseases due to irregular relations, shall be responsible for doing evil to their unborn children and to their generations through genetic means. A father who has intercourse with a woman with poxy infects his wife and causes many generations of him to be born with poxy and with disabilities. He ruins the lives of people who are not aware of anything and who are born with disabilities rather than being healthy at the beginning of their lives. Of course, he will account for this before God. Mothers, protect the child in your womb well. Be careful about what you eat and drink. Even be careful about what you are looking at and the ambience around you, so that your child is healthy. Do not spoil your genetic and let your children be disabled for a spoiled pleasure. This is a crime against humanity. We wish the human rights agencies wake up and take care of this matter. Mothers, fathers, grandfathers and ancestries are making mistakes and the children become disabled. Then the grandchildren suffer the consequences of these disabilities and they blame the almighty Creator asking, Why did I come to this world with disabilities? From the disabilities in your body to the degree of cleverness, you are under the influence of genetic communication. Eventually, humanity is not only responsible for today, but also for the future of his generation. Come on, let's live a clean life. Do not ruin the future of humanity. Let's leave a clean world to our children and a clean generation to the world. We came as a human, And we are leaving. Let's neither pollute the earth nor spoil humanity. While you are raising your children, teach them to be respectful and decent. Otherwise, they won't respect you in the future. Children are trained at an early age. As our ancestors said, as the twig is bent, so grows the tree. When you are a little late for this, they will not respect you anymore as a crooked and imbalanced personality has already become evident. If you grow up a monster, he will first break you down into pieces and then harm the society. Teach your children well that no evil will remain unpunished, that the respectful people will be respected by others, and that they need to show tolerance without expecting tolerance. Grow children who are beneficial to their family and society. You will also be responsible for the living of your children too. Tomorrow, the parents will get their share from the deeds of their children who do evil before the truth. The children who do nice things will help a lot. When one of the parents attempts to discipline the child, the other one should not oppose it. Be a good role model for your child. Do not argue and fight before your child. Follow the rules that the children should obey together, and do not go against each other. Do not leave them in contradiction. Tell them about the Almighty Creator with a language they can understand, and lead to the settlement of faith of God in that pure and clean hearts, so that they know the value of their parents Beware of God against injustice, and believe in judgment. One day I went to visit a lady who was in the throes of death at death's door. She was having unbearable pain. For one second she almost died, but a laughter was heard from the next door. I looked at the household with astonishment and asked, Who are they? What's going on? They said, The kids are having fun with their friends. I couldn't tell you about how the patient struggling for her life looked into my eyes with a great agony that erased all her sufferings. That agony was the agony of remorselessness rising from the laughter of her child, who she raised with many sacrifices during sleepless nights. Does the one without faith have a conscience? How does conscience develop? Is it based on the standards of judgment of society? Conscience differs depending on each society and the environment. Some faithless and sick people find relief in contaminating others with their infectious disease. The conscience of a person who does not believe that he will be accounted for this one day easily decides on any evil deed. My young brothers and sisters, listen to your parents who prepare you for life well. Benefit from their experiences, because every experience costs a lot. Do not live through difficulties and hardships again. Be safe from great harms with simple precautions. At least graduate from a university or learn a profession and listen to the words of the elders well until you return from military service. Do not fight against them, otherwise you will make things harder for them and prevent them from helping you as much as required. Eventually you will lose and be aggrieved. The most proper behavior is to act in harmony and to listen to them when your mind and experiences are not enough. Youngsters who are getting prepared for the future in harmony with their parents do not live through bitter experiences. They benefit from the convenience of the experiences achieved with difficulty. If a youngster does not believe in his parents, then his faith in the Creator weakens. One should think of this and interpret this. Measure the financial means of your family well. Do not ask for anything that your parents may not afford. If it is not possible to afford what you want, do not insist. They do not have the means or it is harmful to you. You may not see it because you lack life experience. Do not think that you see and understand everything. You feel like that at those ages. You believe that you can easily possess anything and that your idea is the actual truth, and you don't want to credit the advice of the elders. Then, when days pass, and they turn out to be right, you blame them, saying, why didn't you hold me back? Of course, if you don't pay a high price for disobeying and survive. Some youngsters fall victim to a car accident, or drugs due to stubbornness, and unfortunately, miss their chance to listen to these advices. Please pay attention to what the elders tell, otherwise your frenemies risk playing dice with your life. You should be well aware of the blessing you have. Your parents are making all the efforts not to deprive you. Their greatest effort is to educate you and earn a future for you but you fixed your eyes on the values beyond your reach, and you cannot be happy anyway. You are always staring at the heights. You don't think of the youngsters who may not even dream of your opportunities, who are starving and poor and who are trying to study with help from others. Try to understand your family, trying not to deprive you as much as they can afford. No parent deprives their child despite all the means they have. Do you know who a good man is? A good man is a person who, as a young man, shows empathy to his parents and who plans to help his child as much as he can upon becoming a parent by remembering his youth. A person who is conscientious about his wishes by showing empathy while expecting something from others and a person who has started to see the realities is a person who has already begun to mature at a young age. A good child gets unlimited pleasure from the achievements of his parents and takes pride in them. If you are addicted to some bad habits, abandon them as soon as possible by strengthening your will and cleanse and purify yourself with good deeds. Never pollute yourself. Do not be curious about smoking or drinking alcohol. The greatest troubles in the world are caused by unnecessary curiosity and choosing wrong friends. Why are you looking for trouble when you have all the means and risk your future? You are worrying about simple things and hope for help by smoking and alcohol. You are falling into the traps of wrong friends. Why don't you ask for help from your creator, the one with unlimited power and strength who created you out of nothing? You are not taking refuge in him by performing ablution and prostrating. You are being a victim of society's distorted conditioning and seeking a remedy in smoking and alcohol. If you don't think about anyone, do not spare your own life, pity your life. A girl joined a group of friends at university, and she was hanging around with them at school all the time. Later, they started to go to the bar and drink alcohol with these friends. They insistently invited this girl to the bar whenever they met. She determinedly explained that she might not go to such places with the influence of the strong discipline she got from her family until then. Some time later, During a search at the bar, drugs were found on two of her friends, and they confessed to being addicted to those drugs. This young lady is now preparing to be graduated from her school with the excitement of escaping the danger and managing to move away from this group. Although it is possible to increase the number of such bitter examples and to tell you about them, I think these are enough for those who understand. Unfortunately, we have learned that the children of some spiritual persons also have wrong lives, and there are bitter examples in the past. One of the most prominent examples is the son of Rumi, who is an enemy of Shams of Tabriz. He neither knew Shams nor understood his father. Instead of becoming a spiritual sultan by following his father's path like his brother Sultan Velet, He became a victim of hatred and grudge and joined those who killed shams and shared their grudge. If you are the child, grandchild, or a relative of a friend of God, don't let the affinity in between and his humane behaviors blind your eyes. At least think of what the Almighty God gathered all those people around him. What's going on with the people around him? How do all of them change one by one and become more beautiful? Watch him. Research how ruined families reunite. God uses his beloved servants for doing favors. Understand this. Never say everyone believes in him because he is away from them. I know him very well. He is not like people think. He is already nothing. He may not do all the service with his humane side. However, if the Almighty Creator judges and inspires, he hears from the heart, he listens to from the heart, and his wish is not rejected before the truth. In the end, all these events manifesting in him are the desires of the truth. He does not do anything with his ego. For example, if he is mistaken and gets angry, He turns into an incapable slave and becomes helpless. He begs the truth and asks for power and strength. He is saved from the influence of his ego and reaches the truth. From then on, his wishes become the wishes of the truth, and his deeds become easier. Know them like this and try to understand them in this way. Share the happiness of the people who achieved what they desired both through family and by following their path. Remember, this is not such an easy thing, but the most difficult incidents lead to the most precious results. May the Almighty God make your way easier, brother. If you want to know him, be friends with his friends. Be freed from the blindness of affinity. Learn how he exchanges with the true friends of the heart. Become one of them too. Try to be a spiritual child of him rather than being a humane child. Once you gain the qualification of being his spiritual child, there is no inconvenience in remembering that you are his humane child. It would be better and more precious. The pleasure of the people of the house manifests in those who attain this quality. God forbid if you are from his family, but if you don't follow his path, maybe you can reach his worldly heritage, but you would be deprived of his spiritual heritage. Wake up! Wake up to the spiritual pleasures. To be a satellite to spiritual pleasures, enter into the cup of love and be painted with the color of love. The one who is delighted by drinking the wine of love becomes an addict to the spiritual pleasures for a lifetime he feels spiritual pleasures within humane pleasures all oh, the one who is not aware of the heart's pleasures if you were aware of the pleasure of the heart you wouldn't be a captive of humane pleasures man wants to have the pleasures he knows he does not prefer the pleasures he doesn't know you are curious about everything and you are trying everything you are curious about why don't you research the spiritual pleasures and experience spiritual pleasures can you abandon them if you try them for once find a friend of god and reach the tavern of love so the cup of love wine is in the hands of god's saints you should go to them with decency if they are discoursing some people you should sit aside silently you should not disturb the ambience. You should not even salute aloud. However, once the discourse ends, and if he shows the state to talk to the visitors, you talk to him silently and respectfully. If he asks about you, respond to him by thanking God. You should not ask unnecessary questions and talk loudly. A friend of God means a friend of the heart. A friend of God means a person who knows the hearts by God's leave. Then, you ask the questions with your heart. You get your answer from the explanations he makes. Without disturbing the manners or the peace, you may leave if he allows you. You leave upon your wish, but you return upon his wish. If you have an immediate excuse, you may ask permission to leave silently. You should not expect attention or compliments before the friend of God. If he gives you the opportunity, you talk. Otherwise, you do not interrupt his words unnecessarily. You should not ask for his prayer for unnecessary things. You should not object to his words. The first advice that comes out of his mouth is accepted. You should not make an effort to make him tell what you want. His behaviors sometimes test you. Even if they send you back a hundred times, you should go back at proper times without being offended. The friends of God test the people around them from time to time. If they are arrogant, they are humiliated before everyone. They send you back from the door to test your loyalty. If you are a penny pitcher, then they teach you how to be a generous person. Every day, people try to impose their ideas on the friend of God, and they want him to tell what they want. They look as if they are voluntarily deceived before the scene. But the one who is actually deceived is the very self of the deceiver. Do not assert anything to them about anything, because they would say that you are right and step back and leave you alone with your assertion. They do not enter into a discussion with you. The one who asks questions before them gets the answers, but who does not ask questions gets what he needs. The ones who are friends with the friends of God need to follow them. Unfortunately, everybody expects the friends of God to follow them. This is impossible. How could he follow each one of you separately? You should all follow him. This is the most correct way. If he follows you, he will be ruined, and you will also be ruined. Therefore, do not try to make him be like you. Do not tire him. He is a traveler on the path of the truth that he considers to be true. He travels from one destination to another. If you are smart enough, pursue him and follow his trace. Your path leads you to Yunus Emre or Rumi. Maybe you can stop by many mighty holy men. Refrain from highwaymen. Keep away from those who waste their time with fun and play. Do not waste your time. Do beneficial things. Do something beneficial for yourself or something that serves humanity. Neither you may follow the true friend nor the true friend can follow you. When will you be saved from being a slave to your ego, set off on God's way, and never turn back again? You'd better give up using your mind for the sake of your ego's desires and wishes, and listen to and follow the inspiration that comes to your inner ear. This journey is very long, and it will take a lifetime. At the end of the road, you take off the life vest and dive into the ocean in another dimension. The candle of your life blows out, and you become a sun. You would no more be captive to the beautiful girls of heaven or the hellhound of the hell. You would find your essence, which is the truth, and you would become the truth with the truth. Give up your thoughts about the qualifications and the deeds of the true friend, and be concerned about where he took you and where he brought you. Only then, would you have accurately evaluated. Only then would you have reached the true value, because it is not possible to understand why he did this or why he acted like that. Let your best thought be where your relationship with the true friend took you and whether you find it reasonable or not. If you fail to see this and attempt to deny this, you will lose your current state and begin to return to your old states. End of Part, Page 433 Part 33, Page 434 Environment Changes People Never move away from the beautiful environments and approach to the environments dominated by gossips and benefits again. I am afraid that you would gradually return to that undesirable environment before attaining spiritual maturity. You have good intentions. You are knowledgeable and experienced, but you are not cautious. This is why you had been through all that you lived. You become close to people before knowing them well. You act without calculating the outcomes of a relation. You are well-intentioned. You don't know about the intentions of the person before you. You believe in everything he tells you, and you easily fall for his words. Never forget to take measures in advance by thoroughly calculating your weak points in this aspect. Calculate the outcomes of every deed at the beginning. Do not be left alone with the opposite sex at the office or elsewhere, and do not awaken undesired feelings. Your good intentions are not enough. Do not blur the intentions of others. Even if they censure you, insist on the way that you know to be true. Never abandon your principles, thinking that it would be a disgrace or that you would be embarrassed. Even if the person before you has good intentions, if fire and gunpowder get too close to each other, don't think that they would remain calm for a long time. Know yourself before knowing others. Show mercy to the needy. Recognize the hypocrite's wealth and do not waste your good feelings. Work hard and ask for your subsistence from God. Do not look to anybody. Do not be unfair to anybody. Let people get your share, but never take other people's shares. Be honest and act temperately. When your spiritual personality begins to weaken, or when your ears get used to listening to harmful broadcasts, you begin to get bored from the true friend and the friendship, and you will remain under the influence of unjustifiable problems. In the end, you begin to think that getting out of the problems means moving away from the true friend. You wait for something to happen to cause resentment so that you can move away from him. What would the end be like, if we had abided by the ones we know as true friends until the end. This is another side of the story. There was a time when the same things happened, but nobody was offended. Mischief occurred, and the hearts got blurred. Nobody had the strength to stand anymore. Happiness was mistaken as separation. The path of love is the path of fidelity, patience, and sacrifice don't be misguided. If you had made a promise, never break your promise, even if you die. While walking on the path of the truth nicely, you may see actions of the people who you consider friends, which you find unpleasant according to your eyes and heart. You may come across unexpected incidents. Do not hurry, do not panic and stir the pot." Do not discredit or defame anyone by speaking wrong words unknowingly. You might have been mistaken. Maybe someone you misunderstood misguided you. Analyze the events thoroughly and try to understand them. Even if you think that you completely understood, do not be enemies with or talk behind the ones serving for the sake of the truth. Those who act like this by mistake do not have a good ending, because they give harm to the path of the truth rather than giving harm to a person. You are walking on the path of the truth. This path does not belong to anyone but him. The methods change, the styles change, but the path continues. You may not proceed on the way with the people you do not trust. You refer everything to God, and continue to proceed on the way with other friends that you will trust. Never abandon the path of the truth by getting angry with someone. Do not be hurt by a servant and take offense at the truth. Remember, even an unpleasant past incident is an important part of your spiritual life. You would understand this better when the days your comprehension sufficiently improved come. May God allow you to be one of those who proceed on His way by taking refuge in the truth and with good intentions. If you do not fulfill your duties toward God sufficiently, you will feel a coldness toward and distance with the friends of God. Then you begin to seek the reasons for this distance in the behaviors of the true friend. Remember, you may not have any spiritual benefit from a person Whose faults you seek. If you want to evaluate and understand an event correctly, try to comprehend the intentions of the people involved. Are they opportunists or self seekers? If you stamp them with one of these inside you, then they are no good to you anymore. This decision consumes you, or you lose him with this decision. You should be very careful while making such a decision because seeing the realities is not something for the mind or logic. Learn this well that all the power and strength are in the hand of the Almighty God. No one can do anything without his permission and his approval. However, the praise of some friends of God are not rejected at the sight of God. These are generally accepted, so we need their prayers for some of our problems and ask for their help. If you want to know about your state, look at how you are with the commands of God. Anything that makes you forget them is harmful. Stay away from them or similar things that you remember God and His commands. That friend of God who you don't like, who you consider to be wrong or faulty, brought you closer to God and His commands, and now What happens when you are offended by and moved away from Him? You didn't get closer to God. You moved away from God and His commands. Now, do you like your state? If you do, then you are already ruined. Immediately repent and turn back. Otherwise, as time goes, you may also break up with the Creator and stray away from His path. No matter what, Never feel rage toward the causes that led you to the path of God. Those who led you to the path of God did you a favor. They are your friends. All of those who moved you away from this path did you an evil. Walk away from them. They are not your friends. There are good people in every segment of society. There are both masters of their professions and the prods. There are people who are known to be good by the public, but who fail to represent spirituality well and make it an instrument of their ego. Our society is so strange that when one or more people like this are revealed, they begin to suspect the spiritual persons with whom they have a relation, who they love and respect, and with whom they keep company for the sake of the truth. They reconsider some past behaviors and search for defects and faults. They bring all the people who are engaged in spirituality and who enlightened humanity with their works and conferences under suspicion just because of a fraud or a hypocrite is revealed. But they give the damage to themselves. They are staying away from all good people because of one bad person. They do not trust in and approach anyone. They deprive themselves and leave this world without reaching the compassion of the truth. Let's wake up and do not stay away from spirituality and humanity because of one bad man. Find a good friend and be a companion with good men. Take refuge in God from the frauds and the hypocrites. Let's walk on the path of the truth with the assurance of the truth. Let's remember Yunus Emre, Rumi, and all friends of God. Let's reach the presence of the truth for their sake. Let's tolerate people and avoid looking for defects in others before seeing our own defects. Do not judge anyone without being entitled to. Let's love our Lord and make his commands be loved. Let us facilitate things. This religion will not be left to anyone. Let's live as we believe, otherwise we begin to believe as we live. Let's analyze and learn well. Let's admit the deficiencies that we fail. Let's take refuge in and ask for forgiveness of our Lord. Never deny any of His commands. Do not give harm to this glorious religion for this reason. Everything is fine. You have plenty of income and blessings. Everything you wanted in this life is available at the door. Fame, possessions, wealth, reputation are at the peak. But one day, a disease comes and knocks on the door. This unexpected guest enters without an invitation. It stays inside with you for some time and wants to warn you. It says, wake up now, you may not continue like this. If you do not wake up, It may leave, and you turn back to your old negligent days, or it finishes with you, and you pass to the other world. If a disease comes to your door and warns you while you were living as if you will never die, worship as if you will die tomorrow. Wake up and watch the state of those sleeping. Watch them and thank your Lord who woke you up. Today a disease knocked on your door, It wanted to warn you, but you didn't wake up. Tomorrow, death will knock on your door. And if you wake up then, it will be too late. All the accounts will be closed by then. There will be no turning back. Remember, one day you will return to him again. This time, you may not reject even if they push their fingers into your eyes. You will reach the eternal decency. You will not fail to respect. The love of those who are madly in love and who run toward the lover under the rain will beat your mind one day. It will overcome the unrest and mischief. Do not trust in your mind, it will break down. Trust in your love, it will revive. The weather is sometimes cloudy or rainy and sometimes sunny. The mood of a person is also like this. He may be distressed, and his weather becomes cloudy. He gets upset and cries, and it rains. He cheers and becomes happy, and the sun rises on his face. Do not try to find a reason for your state when your weather is cloudy. Do not lead to thundercracks by increasing the tension, and never escalate things and cause a lightning strike. Wait for the rain of mercy to pour down on your heart quietly and easefully. You will see that the sun will shine after that, and mild winds of happiness will blow. Never search for a reason when you get bored. Do not dive into things when you are distressed. Take refuge in your Lord and cling to the truth. Make an effort to get over this state without an accident or trouble. Otherwise, when the thunder roars and lightning strikes, everywhere will become demolished. A person finds his true personality when he is calm and peaceful. He may make the right decisions by acting in balance. But the situation does not always remain the same. He may immediately come up against negativity. It may disturb his balance and drag him to wrong behaviors. Those who estimate that such unexpected things may happen at any time maintain their balances and sustain their decisive behaviors by keeping them ready for such incidents. Thus, they get over the unexpected and disturbing incidents safely and in the best way and prevent the occurrence of bigger incidents. You shall also determine... How you should act before unexpected incidents? By training yourself on your peaceful and calm days and engrave them in your subconscious so that you may be prepared in advance and easily get over such incidents. In every incident that you suddenly encounter, be with the truth and remain calm. Do not lose your ability to think clearly and to act right. If you need to become tough, do this as a controlled behavior. Do not get angry. You may not reach anywhere by causing your hands and feet to tremble. You may not resolve anything. When you get angry, it means that everything will be out of control. Do not calm down on things. Give a break and try to calm down. Do not lose your control. Try to make every movement knowingly, and behave by thinking. If possible, delay the matters that you should decide on. Let one night pass so that you can have the environment to think and decide in a sound manner. Remember, sun rises after every cloudy weather. No problem is unsolvable. Every problem has a solution. Do not be pessimistic, be hopeful. Be at peace with everyone. Do not get involved in anybody's life. Respect their fates. If they listen to you, tell them the truth. Otherwise, do not force them and discuss. Discussions disturb the control and lead to fights. Do not carry offensive weapons. Claim your rights legally and adopt this as a straight principle. Do not make small discussions bigger unless you are obliged to. Smooth things over before they become bigger. The tongue has no bones. If something slips from your mouth, you may not take it back, and you put yourself into trouble. If you don't want to regret later, and if you want to live in peace and healthy, be careful about these. You may not overcome anything or solve any problem by yourself. Think of this when you face a claim or an assertion. Be aware of this so that you remove yourself from in between. Leave that claim or assertion to the one with unlimited power. Let's see what would he command and how would he judge. We are not here to pursue anything. Our duty is to love and to solve every problem with love. Our purpose is to leave this world where we came crying by laughing. The destiny of everyone may be facilitated. The desires and wishes that lead people to their destinies are granted by the truth. The devotees are appreciated with the desire to reach heaven and to live in pavilions. The lovers are appreciated with the desire to discourse and to reach the truth. What is the basis for granting these desires? Why are they granted? There is no general explanation for this. The Almighty Creator appreciates this specific to every creature. The mind may not comprehend this. If the mind was able to resolve everything, all minds would be the most beloved servants of God. All would be burned with love. Every night, Before finishing the day and lying down on your bed with peace, ask this question of Hazrat Umar to yourself once. What did I do for God today? Review and evaluate that day accordingly. How happy are those servants who allocated some time for God within such a busy schedule? How happy are those people who remember God every day and also work for God every day? Such people lie down on their bed at night in peace, they get out of their bed in the morning in peace, and begin the new day in peace. End of part, page 443